Hey, Chris, this is episode 66. Should we uh, do an intro? Nah. Let's just cue the music. I think we just did. Recording from our headquarters in Old Town Orange, welcome to the Hot Rods by Boyd Podcast. All right, back again. Here we are at headquarters in Old Town Orange. This is episode 66 of the Hot Rods by Boyd Podcast. How we doing, man? Amazing. I think the coffee's really kicking in by now. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, another beautiful day here in uh, downtown Orange. Uh, yeah, man, we're we're getting uh, finally getting a break from all these uh, from Pineapple Express. Oh God, El, El Nina. Who came up? Okay, first of all, Pineapple Express is a, is a strain of weed. <laughs> okay, who came up with Pineapple Express for these atmospheric rivers that are, that have been dumping record water on oh, us? Oh, dude, yeah, we got record snowfall this year. Oh yeah, Mammoth has something like fifty something feet at the summit. They're going to be open till like August. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, really? Like, they're, I think the record was like 4th of July, like a couple years ago. They're going to blow that out yeah. of the water. That's crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. I'd like to go to Kern, see the Kern River flowing like this. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You yeah. you got to go, dude. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. They're already advertising, uh, like, uh, river rafting right now. Really? Yeah. Awesome. And there's a cool car show in Kernville that it's always the weekend before we go uh, in October. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. I'm thinking about maybe. Maybe going up, you know, instead of our normal trip, but maybe we go up there for the car show. Yeah. Just take something up there. Yeah. You know? That might be kind of cool. Kernville. Yeah. And then, uh, I like to, you know, we need to get some feedback from some of our listeners. Yeah. So here, here's a list of things that we want to talk about, and we'd like to get uh, some feedback. So please comment uh, on our social media posts. Yes. But, send send uh, us a message. There's what, a few whatever. things that we want to do. We went through the top 10. Uh, you know, we asked Chat GPT based upon uh, the popularity on the internet, what, what, where it ranked the Boyd cars. That was entertaining. But we'd also like to just get other people's uh, inputs because uh, there's a lot of people that, you know, just regular people like us. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to see what they think. Yeah. So, um, and also too, uh, car shows like. You know, everyone knows about Good Guys, uh, Grand National, uh, you know, Detroit Autorama, the the big the big car shows. Yeah. Um, what's a cool car show in your area? Yeah. And maybe we can get those people on and yeah. talk about it and yeah. you know, help them promote it and just you know, just kind of open our eyes to uh some of the the smaller events and so yeah. actually some of them may not be even be smaller you know no no decent size events a small one that's coming up is here in the plaza so in a few weeks we have one come up here uh at the orange plaza not the circle not the circle for all you uh yeah militant uh, orange uh folk (laughs) plaza i guess you're purist we call it the circle anyway but uh so that's a cool event it's in the middle of april yeah um steve you should probably figure out the date so we can tell people about this yeah once you get on the computer there but uh it's a good event if and if if you have not been to old town orange um it's worth the trip we're situated right here just uh just southeast of uh disneyland oh wow yeah it's it's coming up soon it's in a week uh, a week from sunday so the 16th oh wow yeah the 16th so it's a cool little event i mean uh and it's a family event because there's tons of restaurants tons of places to get a drink, get some coffee, ice yeah. cream, uh, juices, you name it, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it, that's the spot. And, and it's cool because like Street Fair, for instance, comes in, you know, in September yeah. and it's so damn hot during yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. No, the weather's, the weather's, the weather's perfect. perfect. Yeah. The weather's perfect right now. And and it looks like the rain is 
letting up on us. Yeah, it should be subsiding for here on out, hopefully. So, but. but it's it's a good little event in Orange, so come on out yeah. um, and say hi, because yeah. we're going to be hanging out down there. They actually posted a video I did of it a few years back. Oh, did they? Yeah. Well, look at that, Steve. Yeah. That's nice. That's that's good. Yeah, for those of you that, that aren't frequent uh, listeners, Steve, uh, Steve is a master video editor, production guy, all-around uh, motion graphics, and I, I, we haven't said this in a while, but we're going to drop it, seven-time <laughs> Emmy Award winner. And we actually, for motivation, I stare at one of his Emmys here uh. in the podcast room, <laughs> you know, get me motivated. It reminds me of how awesome this guy is, you know? <laughs> Shit. So, uh, yeah, but no, um, no, that's that's pretty cool. There, yeah. There's a lot of different events, and that's kind of my thing is I, I want to try new stuff, so throw it at me, guys. Yeah, throw, yeah, throw, yeah. It at, throw it at us, and then... You know, D- DM us, yeah. uh, and, and, and we'll get you on the podcast and talk about it. Dude, tell us about a cool sh- uh, car show by the beach. We can go uh, take a little field trip, you know? You know, there's I, I forget what time of year it is, but uh, there there's the um, there's a Woody show Ooh. down in Huntington Beach be at the pier. And there's some cool shit. Like, I remember a few years ago, I was on a, a mountain, uh, not a mountain bike ride, a road bike ride. Uh, I was at my mom's, and I just went down to the beach. It's a nice... It's a nice uh, like ten mile ride down uh-huh. to Seal Beach, and I I didn't even know it was a vintage motorcycle show. Yeah, like a, a bunch of cool like Japanese bikes and stuff. It was really cool. Yeah, see, they they're out there, man. Oh, you know? it's it's yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, say what you will about California. Yes, we suck politically. Uh, we got our <laughs> issues, but man, we have traffic's terrible. We besides what's been going on the last four months, we have weather that on any given weekend starting now in april all the way through the end of the year on any given weekend the weather's good enough to have a car show yeah and we have them you know and it's we've just chased away everybody that's in the hot rodding industry to other states so (laughs) um but man you know what i you know what i want to do i want to get someone else's input on just things we haven't talked to our buddy dustin hill in a while yeah let's let's so let's um let's let's give him a shout Yeah, everybody gets bored of me and you so yeah we don't no one wants to listen to us. <laughs> well, hopefully at least a little bit they do, but all right, let's see what we got going on here. Hey, hello. Hey, can you hear me? There you are. There you are, Dustin. <laughs> How are you? Good, man. Uh we just we're just calling our friends today. Yeah. And you're you're on the list. We hadn't talked to you in a while, so we're like, yeah, let's, let's reach out. Yeah. See how, see how Dustin's doing. doing. <laughs> so what? How's your day going, guys? It's going okay. You know, we're just talking talking hot rods and cars and cool stuff. And we're both tweaking on coffee, so. Yeah, we got, we've, uh, we're about four, <laughs> four espressos deep here, so. Nice. That's what I need is some, uh, yeah, some caffeine right now. Yeah, man. So, uh. How's the world treating you? Not bad. Um, you know, I'm a real estate agent. That's not fun hot rod talk, but uh, it's not going very well right now. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend's a real estate agent as well, and yes, I yeah. would agree. Oh, that's right. So she's in the same boat, huh? Oh, yeah, and, and right. Steve's over here. Steve's uh, <laughs> Steve dabbles in the real estate as well, uh, among podcasts and video and everything else. So, yeah, we're, we're jackass all, of all trades. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're feeling the pain for yeah, all of you. Yeah, rates suck ass. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, the economy's Seriously. in a weird spot. The economy is not in good shape, kids. I mean... I, I don't know. 
some scary shit right now. That, that much is for sure. Well, I'm, I'm, listen, I got some insider information. I'm, I heard as soon as they put Donald Trump in jail, this is all going to turn around. <laughs> it's all going to really? turn around. Yep, that's what it is. All is going to change. It's, it's all, all going to turn around. It's just interest rates are going to drop. The economy, the inflation is going to go away. Ah. Yeah, so just put that in your back pocket. Just, just ha- hang out for the next year and a half. You know, <laughs> while his while his lawyers keep him out. Oh uh, yeah, and you know what? Hey, Biden's a vet guy. Go figure. You know, <laughs> come on. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, good man. Time. Yeah. Good, what what good a time, time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> For where, sure. Where's dude. Tom Taylor when we need him? Tom Taylor. <laughs> oh, Tom Taylor. I don't know. Where is Tom Taylor? I'm gonna. St- I'm gonna start like you know. I don't like, know, man. I've reached out to him. him. A, I reached out to him a few times, and he's he's not. He doesn't even. Reply. He actually friend requested him on Facebook a few years ago. Yeah. And within seconds, he accepted my reply. And then I just started talking to him like we used to. And he deleted me. <laughs> uh, okay. So so let me ask you. There, There's the infamous, uh, you know, when you're in high school, the Tom Taylor call to your, your dad uh, got the call, right? Did, did you guys ever, right. did you guys right. ever, were you guys cool after that? No, you weren't cool after no. that. But you've... the only time we, he and I were ever cool was when I worked for your dad and I was answering the phone. <laughs> and one day, one day, and yeah. I think your dad let me do that once, by the way. <laughs> um, and Tom came in and we talked for a minute, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I've seen your stuff." And then the next thing I know, you know, like cut to he's calling my dad and bawling him out. So, oh, so that was after <laughs> he called your dad after that. Yeah, after that. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened to the guy. Uh, I don't know, Tom. If you're listening, or if somebody knows Tom, I'm friends with him. Send Facebook. our love. Isn't that weird? You're friends with Tom on? Yeah, yeah that's that's weird. Right? Really? Yeah. I mean, art. His art is dipping. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, well, you artists guys are real weird at times. Don't take it. Don't take it personally. Real weird. You know. I don't oh know. no, I know. I I I earn and own it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. It's like it's a it's a lifestyle, not a choice. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah. it's it's uh yeah, art art art's a weird thing, man. Like we talked to you know about the AI stuff. Like I've been messing with that stuff, and that stuff's pretty wild. Yeah, I love what you're doing, by the way. Oh, well, I don't, yeah. The, what the monkey mountain bike bike races or what? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, well, just, yeah, everything, because I now can clock it. I've got a good friend that's, like, on it all the time. Yeah. And I was playing around with it for a little while, and, um, you know, you can kind of see the look, and it, it's being used a lot, like, in advertising. I don't oh, know yeah. how that works, like, if you have to give them credit. <laughs> and by them, I mean, there's a lot of them, I guess. It's AI. Yeah, it's AI. There's a lot. I use MidJourney Bot, but, um, and I on a Discord server, but... Uh, it's crazy. Like I, I, I got in there, um, and I started messing with some stuff. It it produced some really cool results. I, I typed in, uh, you know, once you kind of figure out the prompts, um, and you get in some of these, uh, groups on Facebook and people share their prompts with the results. So Mm -hmm. they're real helpful with, you know, and cause there's, there's a way, there's ways to, I mean, there's some amazing stuff being produced, but I, I had this cool prompt and I had it uh, plug in, you know, design me 
or, or show me uh, a Tesla as would be drawn by 1930s engineers yeah. and engineering drawings. Blueprints, yeah, yeah. Blueprint. It was amazing. People thought it was you real. I mean, obviously, it's, wow. like, it's like this alien language that they use for words, right? You can't make out words, but it was insane. The details, dude. Great. And I yeah. posted it, and I thought I posted enough with the description enough where people would understand. Hey, this isn't real. Uh, maybe I was trolling a little bit. I don't know, but <laughs> people were like, "Oh, I like them better now than back then." And it's like, "What, dude? This isn't real, dude." <laughs> <laughs> well, Tesla hasn't been around that long. Yeah. Come on, guys. So yeah, come on, guys. But you know what? Um, I did an experiment where I started typing it, like you know. I'm really good friends with Eric Brockmeyer, and you know he's got enough stuff on the internet now. Where, and if you have enough information, you know, good and bad, right? If you have, uh, it's, if you have, if you're prolific enough, the bots will be able to, you know, the AI will be able to pull all this information. So I said, hey, design me a Boyd, uh, Boyd. I don't even know what I plugged in, like a 33. I wanted to see like a 33 Woody, uh, blah blah blah, as drawn by Eric Brockmeyer. And it produced fucking dude. I sent it to him. I said, Hey, uh, call me after you see this. And he's all, what is this? And I told him what I just told you guys. And he goes, Oh, I'm out of a fucking job. <laughs> Cause yeah, it used right. his, it, I mean, you could probably fool some people like it. it, it the car was actually kind of garbage to be honest with you. Right. Yeah. But it used his style, right. his, the way he, the, the, the coloring he used, the lines. The shading, yeah. It just was trip. And I did it for a few other artists. I did it. I just, I typed in uh, 57 Chevy yeah. Custom. Yeah. It's something very simple. I didn't put a lot of detail on it. Uh, as designed by, and uh, drawn in the style of Chip Foos. I swear. It, it was close. Yeah. It's crazy. And it, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, I've got a buddy named Levon, and he's on that stuff all the time. And, he knows how to get it to do basically what I think I want. You have to know how to talk to it, essentially. Yeah, and um, the, then the next step is to uh, start using reference photos and then and figuring okay. out the wording to get it, the AI to use your reference photo. As a base, yeah. As a base. Uh, dude, I had one. I, so I babysitted uh, Steve's dog. Uh, last week my dalmatian is dalmatian <laughs> and i took a i oh nice yeah so the, i i to get the dog out of here we went he went on a, a ride with me in the truck to go pick up some parts and stuff and i took a selfie with me and the dog and then i had a bunch of variations on me and this dog at different adventures we had wrestling masks on we had a, a viking helmets on we had all kinds of shit it was funny so so the ai did that you didn't yeah. really put on wrestling masks no, okay. no, no. The AI did it all, and and, and some of it d- doesn't look like me. And a lot, it looked like the dog, but um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's crazy. It's it's crazy. I mean, I I went down that rabbit hole uh, after that mountain bike race. I was going through. I had a picture. Uh, they because at these mountain bike races, they take pictures of you at different spots, and I had one, and I was like, I, I want to have like a monkey chasing me or something. Something stupid. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, and then next thing you know. It starts morphing these monkeys on bikes, and it turns into this. Uh, I had, I don't know, I must have done forty images. Talked about monkey mountain bike races. I don't know, fucking time burner. Yeah, you can you can take it up a notch, right? Like I don't, I forget what the wording is, but if you like an image, then you can say refine this, right? Yeah, yeah, and also too, uh, I forget who it was, but we were talking about this, and they they brought up a good point. Now, it does really wacky stuff. 
uh, like to things like with humans, it, add, it, it with humans always look at the hands cause it, it'll add like, uh, six fingers or it'll add three fingers or something, but it'll do things, right. on, do things right. on cars that you go, Oh, that's totally wrong. But on some end, right. it might throw something at you. Go, I never thought of doing it like that. You know? Yeah. That's so right. wrong. It could be right. Right. So it's <laughs> like, dude, if honestly, if, uh, for all you keyboard people out there that like to get on a computer figure this stuff out and just start your favorite cars just start putting into text like what body mods you would do on this thing and then just see how it works and i mean you might end up on i dude i ended up on some cool stuff and some wacky stuff do people thought that 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 uh pro touring what was it pro touring 1969 camaro wagon was real and i was like eh. oh hey Hey, I did one for you. Yeah, I posted it on my personal Facebook and 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 uh I think I saw that. It's actually. like it was green, wasn't it? I think it was green. I don't know, man. It was photorealistic, dude. It, it looks real. I mean, if you know, oh sure, get into the wheels and of course, uh, I don't make three lug wheels, but come on. Don't ruin the don't ruin the, it <laughs> don't that, that kind of stuff up. It's strange cuz I I would not give up. I kept giving it like car prompt and I obviously don't know how to talk to it because it would just do the strangest looking shit. But then you put, you say sleek mid-century modern house uh, in the hills, Hollywood. Boom. It'll give you like these gorgeous, real looking things. Like it does really well with uh, architecture. Yeah. And then what you do is um, there's a way to bracket stuff, which emphasizes it. And then you can do... um you can put like I think it's on a scale like one to three. These numbers after the bracket, and it, it, it that that gives it more emphasis. Mm-hmm. Um, no, nah, it's cool. I'm I'm just curious to see where it's going to go. I mean, uh, the copyright thing is an issue, right? Um, uh, right. You know, drawing you know drawing things in the style of a famous artist and trying to pawn it off as a famous artist that's a problem. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just I don't know what to think of it. I'm just using it for fun and entertainment right now, but just to it's interesting. It, um, there, what what's the one that um, you use it? You just talk to it. It doesn't do pictures. That's Chat GPT. You've, that one. Okay, so I'm on that, and my buddy like looked up his dad, and it was really interesting. Like it knew the books his dad had written and stuff. So. I put in my name. It gave me some football player. Okay. Which there is a football player named Dustin Hill. But, <laughs> um, then I put in, I think, Dustin Hill uh, Automotive Illustrator. And it, it pulled up, like, people. It actually even mentioned your dad in it. Oh, uh, wow. But, it, you know, it mentioned the magazines I'd been in. It was pretty interesting, like, how it's, like, the best Google search you've ever done, basically. Yeah, it's kind of like exactly. You can use it as a like just a straightforward Google search. Uh, even though I've had issues with it, like because um, you know you can regenerate the question or the answer. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was I was trying to find a specific part on my um, mountain bike, and I kept regenerating it, and it would each time it told me a different part. So I was like, yeah, this is garbage. So I don't know. I mean. Don't uh, don't take it to the bank. Just entertainment purposes only, right? But you know what? I mean, it is right. it is uh, it's kind of like a good sounding board. You know, like say if you're trying to start a certain type of business, um, you know, uh, or, or 
or, or what, you know, say, Hey, where's the best place to start a, a such and such business or, or, you know, it'll give you some interesting answers. Yeah. I need to, I paid the, I think it's $7 a month. <laughs> so I should be, I should be using it. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Should, no. should throw some real estate questions at it. See what it no, says. for sure. Yeah. For sure. That's a good idea. Actually. No, I mean, I don't know. Where am I going to be in a year? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. if I don't know if it's, if it's as, I wouldn't trust it as a crystal ball of anything, yeah. right? Because people can manipulate the right. shit on the back end, you know? But if it could help me generate some leads, I'd be all into it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right? Starts giving you a list of just people. Yeah. That, these people are ready to buy now, you know? It's like, wow, these thank you, Chad. These people are old and they're thinking about selling. Hit them up. Yeah, man. So, you know what? Um, it, what, what, uh, what was your favorite uh, over the years? Because, you know the one thing about you, you're just a few years older than me, but you were, you were kind of coming into this deal and meeting my dad when all this stuff was just kind of like new, right? I mean, yeah, I had the, I was lucky enough. Like I met him when he just moved to my dad and I, mom and Jason met you, your, your family, uh, when the shop was still behind your house. Oh yeah. But then we hit it off. Your dad and I, Lobeck reintroduced us. And, um, uh, you know, he started flying me out here when he had the, the, the first shop, you know, the first real shop was pretty brand new. So, yeah, and that, um, you know, the wheel store, I was there during that. Like, yeah, because you, you were there, you were there when the wheel, th- when the wheel thing, because it was originally Hot Rods by Boyd. Uh, the wheels were sold under Hot Rods by Boyd. And then it was and then it was the Boyd's wheels. Mm-hmm. And then that's when my, yeah. my dad brought Budnick out here, Alan Budnick. Right. Yeah. He so. brought, I, I had the luck to pick up Alan from the airport, and I don't think he was with his wife yet. She showed up like two weeks later. But um, And then who's your former shop manager? Um, Dwayne. Yeah. I picked Dwayne up from the airport, too. Basically, you know, Boyd gave me every part to my truck, and I um, the idea was work it off. Yeah. So you, you, you got to pick Whether up. that be... Building sets for your mom for for one of your plays, like I don't remember what that was, but I had <laughs> no, to do yeah, that. I remember. And I was do, doing a lot of trips to the airport, but one of them was definitely Budnick, which we we were tight for a long time. Uh, well, by a long time, I mean a few years. Yeah. In fact, uh, in fact, he polished after he had gone on his own way. He polished a set of. Uh, the, what what he said and Boyd said was the first set of um, front wheel drive wheels they'd okay. ever done was for my mother's uh, Cavalier convertible, and uh, he he polished those for me. I put them on my I had a white Malibu wagon when I moved back out here to work for Andy Brizio, uh, but it was like looking a little droopy with the with the brushed wheels, so he polished them. And, yeah, I remember that your your mom yeah, was, your mom had that yeah. Was that was that what what they call those? Those Z twenty four. Was that what those were? Yeah. Wow. I didn't even remember. remember yeah. Yeah. Z twenty four. They had like a. It was a Cavalier. <laughs> yeah, it was a Z twenty four. I forgot that it was even called that. We also, uh, uh, Dwayne had a. You guys were working on that. Uh, there was a Ferrari. You guys were working on, and. It was, I believe it was a Testarossa. Well, whatever. They had a Testarossa tag. You guys had done a Testarossa. And he gave me that. 
And so we made this panel, Dwayne did. So we made this panel on the back of that Cavalier. And as a joke, we glued the Testarossa thing on there. People would like be waiting at the car. Now, granted, this is Indiana. But they're like, we've never seen a, a Testarossa before. It's like, yeah, actually, you're looking at a freaking Cavalier convertible, you moron. That's but, so great. Yeah. They, thought I was a, they thought I was a Testarossa? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, did you? But, ha- yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, did you, ever, did you ever design anything for Budnick? I did his first logo. Um which he used the version of it forever. Um, yeah, we have an interesting history. Uh, I don't really want to get in any legal trouble, but no, it's statute of limitations. Come on, you're talking about thirty years ago. <laughs> you're on a podcast. Yeah. What can the? It's got to be like the. Yeah, it's got to be fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I did a bunch of uh, renderings for him, and and he said he just absolutely hated this one of a coupe that I really liked. And, um, and so I would, you know, I was a little butthurt cause we were friends and he didn't want to use it. And, you know, I'd already drawn it and it was the description he'd given me, whatever. So then cut to a few months later, I see it as a Christmas card. He'd sent it to Andy and Sue Rizzio yeah. and, you know, I'm working there. So I see this Christmas card sitting there with my drawing on it. And I'm like, wait a minute, buddy. So I just called him and I said, Hey, you owe me for that drawing. Like you said, it was trash and here it is. And he's like, no, I paid for all the sketches. I paid for everything you gave me. And I'm like, no, I actually specifically told you, you paid for three drawings, the exact drawings that you used on the t-shirt. That's it. We didn't, and then I threatened the lawyer thing and he, we uh, barely talked from there, but then we kind of stopped talking after that. But the funnier story is back when at your, in your kitchen, um, I hadn't, uh, I didn't know, uh, what alcohol did when I was, I don't know how old I was. I was probably 19 or something. (laughs) I don't know. I was young. Shouldn't have been drinking. That's for sure. Yeah. And, um, they had just, she had just arrived. I believe it was that early, like in the whole situation. So we're in your kitchen and we're all drinking. And I think it's perfectly acceptable to slap his wife's butt and I got an arm from nowhere and he grabbed me and he like, you know, threatened my life and said, never touch my wife like that again. And I was kind of told to, you know, I basically, I think I kind of slithered into a corner and cried. So um, oh, hold on a second. Hold, yeah. on, hold on. You threw this all pretty fast at us here. So you're, you, you grabbed okay. Alan Budnick's wife's ass at my mom's house. Is that yes. what you're saying? What's that? So you grabbed Alan Budnick's wife's ass at my mom's house. Yeah, it was kind of a slap and grab. It was a like slap and a, grab. A nice big slap. <laughs> hey, and you know what I mean? And a grab. Yeah, and Alan's not a small dude. I think no, he, he was not happy either. Yeah, no, you got you got lucky there. That's funny, man. Yeah, she didn't think it was funny, and it was weird. I like our actual relationship kind of changed for a little while. She got she chilled out after a while, but I was like, sorry, man, I'm a kid. I I don't even know my way around that stuff myself. <laughs> So, sorry I grabbed and smacked your wife's ass, dude. But to touch the hiney. The grabs are around the world sort of thing. That's funny, man. I'm yeah, lucky no. I didn't get punched, honestly. Yeah, no, that wouldn't have been good. You know? But, I mean, that was back then. I mean, it was a small small little community. I mean, really. I mean, you know, Alan went yeah. on to start his own wheel company. And, um, 
Yeah, I mean, hey, everybody chills out in their old age. I think you know they've actually sent me, they sent me a few referrals on the wheel repair side, so I'm real appreciative of that. You know. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. That that makes me happy because I I reached out to him re- or now a few years ago now, but actually had somebody doing some wheels there, and he didn't even know that it was my design. But I thought, well, this is a perfect opportunity to um, mend fences, and he just didn't reply. Uh. Yeah, you still remember that slap and grab at my parents' house. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. Probably. No, sorry. Between that and threatening a lawyer on the, on the, you know what? Because of him, I learned a valuable lesson. You never send art. Uh, you never send a finished drawing. So I learned you Xerox it, and then you take a piece of white tape, yeah. and you run it right through the middle of it so it's not usable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you get all the idea without, you know, without a rendering you can actually use. So that's from that point forward, nobody ever got to sign off on a finished drawing. Yeah, there's there's some clients where so I, I'll take a photo of my computer screen instead of sending them like any kind of digital file. Like, no way, you know, like, fuck that. Yeah. No. And, and, that's a great idea. Actually. But you know what, man? I mean, it's uh, it's it's one of those one of those things where it's. It's tough because we live in a in a world where people are clicking and right clicking and saving yeah. and, and me too. I mean, we're just sharing memes and, and and you know, like you feel like once someone puts on the internet, it's it's the internet's property, but it's not it's the not, case. Yeah, yeah. Artists are the first to get ripped off in that sense. You know? Oh, for sure. And but you know what yeah. though, I've I have some friends. We've had some. They've had some success stories in fighting that stuff. You yeah. know, like they're seeing their image on a box. Like for a well-known company selling headphones, right? And yeah. then it's like, no, well, no. it's my image, but they manipulated the hell out of it. But it's it's my image, so I and they won, they won, yeah, getting the money out of it, you know. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, I think we actually had this conversation a few years ago with Jason Rushforth, uh, one yeah. of his drawings. So uh, there, and it it sucks because he even admits, look, that was never supposed to see the light of day. It's a picture of like a Camaro, like a '71 Camaro or something, and it's. I, sorry, Jason, but it's not a very good drawing because the people have took it out, of, took it out where it was, and 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 it, like they manipulated it. But it was his drawing. It's in almost every gas station on the little computer monitors. And I told him, dude, you got to go after these people, dude. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. It, it, even See, to this I, day, I would... to this day, that picture still. Well, you know, when you're pumping gas, I think it's like at Shell. I think they even do it at like at uh, um, Seven Eleven gas stations and shit. Yeah, it's it's there playing and it shows like a, a cartoonish drawing of a of a early camaro yeah uh pumping gas <laughs> you know yeah cut to like you know i'm being i was being like a little nuts with that rendering that he didn't pay for for his christmas card but then now i see my stuff occasionally like in magazines and stuff and i'm like i'm not bitching because i haven't you know, touch the pencil in a minute. So yeah. I'm like, hey, cool, that's still floating around. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it's, it's a catch-22, right? Because you need to get your stuff out there in front of people. But how do you right. protect, how do you protect it? And now with, with uh, you know, if you're if you're very prolific, like, dude, I the, the AI stuff, man, you type in any famous artist name, say, draw this in the style of, and it's crazy. Dude, I did the Mona Lisa in the style of H.R. Geiger. <laughs> and it gave me some cool I, shit. Did you post that? Uh, I might. I don't know. I'll send it to you. Thought I saw it, but yeah. So yeah, it's it's a 
It's interesting. Um, I don't know. You know, we got to get your brother on on the podcast. Yeah, he thinks it's this whole deal where he's got to like take a day off work and stuff. And I'm like, no, oh, Jay, dude, you just not even he, sit listen, at your phone yeah. and talk for a little while. And, and listen, you know how do you know how silly that sounds? That guy seriously, li- he lives a quarter mile away from my shop. <laughs> he lives a right. quarter mile away from the shop. You know, and he could actually physically come down here. He could even sit in his at his house and just call in like you're doing. Yeah, but he's got an interest. You know, right. he's, he's actually spent what? What would you say? This is the last twenty years. Uh, yeah, designing for different companies. Well, now he's actually designing, but he's doing the full full scale play model. Yeah, that's so crazy. Because there was a period of time uh, they started doing their own in house, but because um, what's it called? Hackty? What's he called? Hack? Is it Hackty? Is that H A C T I? It's the design center for Kia Hyundai where he works. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I forget what it's So called, we were building, yeah. like, these solid wheels for him, and then they built facades for him. And, but, man, yeah, we got to get him on and talk about, like, because he's seeing stuff. He's designing stuff that we're not going to see for a few years. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. He is frustrating because they actually do some killer stuff, but then it always gets voted out before it ends up, you know, sees the light of day. For a minute there, they were doing good-looking cars, I thought. But, um I don't know. They've stopped falling a little well, short lately. It, it's weird, right? It's a, like there's in the design world is one thing, but corporate America is kind of a weird, weird place. Like, you know, I remember like Steve Jobs saying, uh, and I'm going to totally bastardize this, this this comment he made. He said something like, "People don't know what they want. You have to show them what they want." Right? Kind of like they were, right. They don't know like. People didn't realize they needed a, an iPod, but after you have the iPod, you go, "Oh yeah, no, we needed this shit." Um, yeah, but there's also like more consumable products that kind of bow to current like culture, you know? Like, the, for example, I thought of this it, it, with the whole controversy with Bud Light this week with the the cans. Um, yeah, you know, and, and the whole uh, transgender thing and all that stuff. I I. Th- don't get me started. What's that? Don't get don't get me started. But go. Yeah, no, no, go. no. But it's not to talk about the transgender end of it, but to talk about Bud Light. So uh, back at American on, during American Hot Rod, uh, my dad built that car for Bud Light. Those right. That company spends a lot of time uh, with focus groups, right? They, so yeah. What they did was, and it was interesting because I saw it firsthand. Uh, my dad says, hey, I want you to come out here. Uh, they're doing a focus group. And I remember um, what they were going to do. They wanted to get, there was probably two or three different focus groups. We were out there for a few hours. And, you know, they had like the the, the, the two-way glass so we could see them or whatever. They couldn't see, or one way, whatever you call it. They couldn't see us. And, and they had Eric Brockmeyer draw up all different concepts pickup trucks uh you know roadsters um everything just to see what because they didn't want to pick a car they didn't want to just sit there with the brand manager and another exec and my dad and go hey we're gonna build this they actually wanted to see what the public thought so they brought in they brought in their demographic which (laughs) you know wasn't any transgender people this was all just (laughs) dudes they were like this was like the 20 21 to like 40 year old males right uh yeah and so it was funny because they would lay these uh it was 
they would start presenting. They had all these images, and man, they must have been 20 different vehicles that Eric drew up. They had these things all around the room, but then they would bring them one by one, and they present it, and they'd pass them around the table. And they go, what do you think about this? And everyone would give their comment. And uh, there was one, there was a pickup truck. And, you know, I'm, I'm on the backside. So it's me and my dad. And I think Dwayne was there. Me and my dad and Dwayne. And was the brand manager for Bud Light at the time. Uh, and another couple execs. And they're on the fly going like this. Because there's a dude with the earpiece in his, like the, the, the um, whatchamacallit, the guy giving the host. The coordinator. The coordinator who's mm-hmm. in the room with them. He's got an earpiece in. And they're like this. So there's a pickup truck. And they go, well, what do you, you know, Mr., you know, Consumer number one, what do you think about this pickup truck? He goes, oh, this is awesome. He goes, he goes, yeah, I would love to just put kegs in the back and just be drinking and go to the beach. And they're like, the exec goes, uh, yeah, pull the truck for the next one. Because like they, they were real, <laughs> real cautious about like the drinking and driving thing. Because here you are. That makes perfect sense. You got Bud Light. Wild. But then here we are, you know, like, so, the, so there was a couple ones where guys made comments and they're like, yeah, no, this, we don't want that. Right. So they threw it out. Yeah, fast forward to 2023, and it's like, I don't think they had a focus group on this transgender thing. <laughs> like, I really don't. No, I don't think they did. I think they missed the mark. And that guy's like, uh, sorry, girl, whatever. He is, you know, he's, he's got his own following and a lot of haters. And, and that was a wild choice for them. Yeah, because, I dude, thought. listen, I live, like, well, we, all, we both live here. Uh, all of us live in Southern California. I'm sorry, guys. Bud mm-hmm. Light to me is is kind of like it's very mainstream. I think of Hispanic culture and uh, I think of Dodgers. Yeah, I, I was right? about to say I think of baseball game overpriced and yeah, all over the place. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, uh, you know, and I think of like yeah, it's it's just, it's just it's a different I, I, the demographic. I don't know. I don't yeah. see transgender uh, yeah. demographic coming out. No, you know, it's kind of weird about the whole thing. Reach. What's that? And that wasn't a broad that they were reaching for, by the way. A, a bra? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that didn't come through. Yeah, no. But but didn't they also like launch that on April Fools? Like on, on the first of April? Like it was last weekend, so that's I thought that was kinda like is it Oh, is I it, didn't even pick up on that. No, I think it Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Cause it was yeah, I don't know, man. That's the dumbest April Fool's joke to not tell. Because <laughs> well, I think some people thought it was April Fool's. They're like, oh, this can't be serious. But, like, no, it was totally serious. That's so crazy. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. We live in right. this, like, I'm so glad our it, our industry's not like that. Yeah. I, th- I just do yeah. so many. So cancel the influencer spokesperson uh, yeah. interviews for later? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I just, I don't know. We have a very conservative culture in in the in the in the car world you know yeah yeah you're right um i mean yeah i mean definitely right everybody just wants to come like the common interest is cars and it's like everything else is just noise you know it's an addiction it is yeah we we said uh in an earlier podcast we said uh yeah you know Get your kids uh, in, into the hobby of cars uh, so they can't afford to be drug addicts, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like my uh, uh, my dad, you know, his addiction, he's just in the garage all the time. My mom knows exactly where he's at. It's never been like, you know, anything crazy. It's always just been, yep, dad's in the garage working on another car. 
Yeah, no, and your and your dad um, also. I mean, um, your dad's obviously retired now, right? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he did. I mean, he was also producing stuff with his hands, right? He was with doing signs, like painting signs and stuff. Yeah, he worked for Eli Lilly. He was actually head of the sign shop, but it was like this. It was like a farm, but the farm was the size of the city. Oh yeah, and he had to do. He did the signs for all the farm, basically, but. Um, yeah, he did that for years. Yeah. And cranked out cars at the same time. <clears throat> yeah, no, um, nah, it's, it's cool, man. I'm just, uh, you know, you, you know, you and your brother have always had a cool style, I think. Right. Just, I, I mean, I like it. Slam it to the <laughs> ground. I mean, and you know what too, you guys, even he still stays with that, uh, you know, five spoke Americans, you know? Which, it, you know what? Those are for our flip. They're, oh, yeah. Like, we're also usually do, doing some sort of a, you know, 60s or 50s thing anyway. Well, no, 60s, early 70s. But so we're, you know, your dad and I had a big falling out. And it, it turned out it was, I think you may have even told me, but it was because of the wheels. And he said, well, you could have used, um, what are you guys, what's your, <laughs> you probably hate it when I call you and say, hey, how much, how much is a set of Boyd Halibrands? You're like, dickhead, at least call them the right name. Yeah, and then I'll give you a prize. <laughs> but what? What is it? What were they? The smoothsters? What were the five spokes you guys did? You mean the Halibrand ones? No, the American looking ones. Oh, smoothies. Yeah, the smoothie two. Smoothies. Okay. Um, he said you could use those, but they don't. You know, they didn't look period. They look current. And and I was trying to pull off this like you know kind of sixties hot rod thing. Yeah. For a while. Yeah, but I'm bored with that now. The next car I do, I'm going to be calling you. It'll the entire budget will be the wheels, but I'll call you. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, dude, everything's everything's getting expensive now, right? I mean, it's uh, it's it's crazy where everything's at. But I don't know. I mean, um, I still love myself some Americans, five spoke, you know. Yeah. You know, with the um, you worked for American for a minute, didn't you? Yeah, I worked at American Racing for from like 2006 to 2009. Uh, when our brand was over there, I was the brand manager for uh, the American Racing uh, hot rod stuff and the boycottings and stuff. So yeah, it was kind of cool because at, at one point I'm like sitting there going, "Wow, I'm in charge of like, you know, the direction of." You know, one of the more iconic hot rod brands out there being American Racing and then, you know, the boycotting and stuff. So that was cool. Yeah. Which, how was your dad with that? Well, he was probably great when it was, but was he ever not happy you were working for a competitive brand? No, but, but because it was, we had uh, sold the brand to them. Um, okay. Yeah. And, and, and the way, the way that our deal was structured was, uh, you know, there was some money up front and it was performance based and you know, he wanted me there. Right. I mean, I felt like I felt obligated. There was times where I was like ready to say, fuck this. Yeah, you were the place. extension of him. Yeah. So I was there, man. I mean, listen, uh, the, the hardest thing after my dad passed away uh, initially uh, was every morning and every dude, I get in the car and because I had a commute, right? I had a commute to work and he'd be my first call in the morning. And he'd be my call when I got mm -hmm. in the car. So 
that's a rough deal, man. When your dad passed away and you get in the car and it's just like habit. You grab your phone. You go, fuck, who am I calling? Yeah. You know? Um, oh, I bet. But yeah, no, I mean, there was some, there was a lot of learning experiences, uh, you know, kind of like, hey, I don't know, man. You know, you, 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 it's hard to like test drive uh, certain things. You can test drive a car, but when it comes to the business, it's like, how do you, how do you test drive? Okay, let's maybe do a partnership with these guys and see where it goes or what. Yeah. But yeah, a- they were they were fucking. I mean, I met a lot of great people. Still talk to a lot of people, but man, totally on some level, just totally Three. fucked up. Totally fucked up. I mean, uh, and they just, there's a lot of, oh man, I don't know. Yeah. I Soul draining. So much. Yeah. It's just like, dude, it's just dreams. There's places like that where just dreams go to fucking die. You know, it's just like, and you, you go, and it shuts you down as a person, as a creative person, oh, as a productive person. Absolutely. It shuts you the fuck down because you go like this. I'm not giving them my next best idea that's going to just fucking die here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I'm right. not doing it. Yeah. And and then uh, you know. Yeah, and if you're not being heard, then why why speak up, you know? Yeah, and at that point my dad had passed away and in two thousand nine he just kinda uh, you know, um just it was just time to time to go, you know. They were moving me out and I said, I'm I'm that's fine with me, you know. See ya. So but it was cool. It I had fun during that time. I met some great people. Uh I learned a lot of what not to do. Uh <laughs> It's just as important as learning what God, to do. Man, you know? it is fucking, dude, it's insane. Uh, also, also saw a glimpse into the private equity world, right, and how that operates, and that's that's interesting, you know. Um, Did you leave on good terms? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm still, I'm still really good friends with a lot of people over there. I do business with uh, Wheel Pros. So American Racing is now a brand under Wheel Pros, which has been that way for. Uh, since I left, and uh, Wheel Pros is a great company. You know, I mean, uh, the the time period I'm talking about is that part leading up until Wheel Pros, like from 2006 to 2008, uh, when my dad passed away. Then they they merged in 2008 with Wheel Pros. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, it was cool. I mean, there's some iconic brands out there. Another sad situation, Halibrand, right? There you go. Where are you at, Halibrand? Yeah, I used to. I mean, I still love those wheels, but I like the Void version better. For sure. Uh, and you know what? Hey, uh, another story. You, you know, you know the American the American Racing uh, Salt Flat Special, right? Yeah. So this the story goes. Uh, you know, gentlemen, uh, Richard that uh, own Halibrand. Um, was talking to uh, you know nice guy. I've done business with him, but very short sighted. Uh, was talking to American Racing One. Uh, this is in two thousand two. God dang, what was this? This is probably early two thousands, right? So they were talking to Richard about oh. about buying Halibrand from him, and he was like, "I don't know if I want to sell." They were going to make him a sweetheart deal. They were going to give him X amount of money and pay him like X amount of wheel, right? Nope. He wanted to hold on to like 90%. You know, he wanted to sell 90% of it, but there's still like 10% that he wanted to hold on to because he wanted to do these. He wanted to fucking, this is in the early 2000s because he wanted to make wheels for PT Cruisers. And they're like, oh. they're like, hey, dude, it's all or nothing. We buy your brand or that's it. So 
Uh, American Racing yeah. walked. American Racing walked away from it. What did American Racing do? They created the Salt Flat Special. Okay. Oh wow. I I remember talking to Richard because when I started on my own, I was looking for things to do. I was assembling wheels for him, and I just was. I know I talked to him. I said, "Hey, dude, uh, let's work something out." Well, I don't know. I don't know. And I and I said, "You know, I know about your deal. You passed up at American Racing." And I said, "How many of these?" The, the you know the, the Halibrand wheel looks like the salt flat special. I go, how many of these you sell a year? And he gave me the number, and I go, you know how many American Racing sells a year? American Racing was selling like it was just a stupid amount of those, right? And yeah, I, I told him what the number was, and he just goes, he was silent on the phone. You know, it's just like, dude, you know, uh, yeah, I was crazy, man. But yeah, then that, that's you know some people hold on to things so tightly that they kill them. You know, you kind of yeah. got you got to know yeah. sometimes I mean, when somebody else can do a better job uh, at your vision than you can. You know, just because you own it, so, right? And then yeah, because where's Halbrand? Halbrand's a great name, but but they don't belong on old Boyd cars like say the black. That what's now the the B four hundred? It drives me nuts. I think they're actually real wheels on it, which is a huge stab in the back for your dad. Yeah, but yeah, <clears throat> no, they got their. I mean, hey, they're, they're definitely there's there's certain iconic. There's the you know parabolic spoke shape of the American Racing Torque Thrust, right? The kidney bean shaped mm-hmm. wheel of Halibrand. Uh, you know, it's. It's cool, and and we're all building variations of it and making them look cooler, and you know. And now they're in yeah. like every size under the sun, right? You name the size, and they make it. Yeah, it's wild. Which was not the case. They were all fifteen by what four and a half and eight or something, and then they did the big ones. Yeah, and then the, you know because the torque thrust D because they had the, the torque thrust original, but then when the disc brake cars came out, they needed to curve around the brakes, so that's when the torque thrust D came out. Um, yeah, no, that's cool. And then there's some real interesting stuff like the the bear claw stuff or the gusset spoked torque thrust, like some real rare shit out there. Yeah, Dave Gale, the guy that used to do your dad's frame rails, Gale's rails. Yeah. Um, he had this bitchin' uh, 32 high boy that he did the disc brake, um, polished five spokes all the way around. Um, and it's the first time I'd ever seen them before, but yeah, they're a good looking wheel as well. Yeah. I mean, and you look at like the, 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 one of the rare wheels, like the, the, the T 70, uh, R and, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where we got our inspiration for the SOB wheel. You know, Chip Foose also drew, I think it's his nitrous wheel. You know, that's mm-hmm. just directly influenced by the, the T-70R, you know. That was also, too, when I was at American, uh, I brought back the T-70R. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, a good, good, good time during that, that era. So, hey, uh, when's the last time you drew anything? Um, I drew my dad. I've drawn my dad's Woody a few times. He's got a uh, current, I mean, he's had like four of these things or maybe three, but, um, yeah, that's probably the most, most recent thing I've drawn. 
So uh, my vision sucks. Your vision sucks. And it's, no. it's, it it kind of chips away at your um, I don't know your your faith in being able to draw. Now is it's also like practice too, right? So it's also like hand hand control and all that stuff, right? I mean, if you're not, yeah, I need to just if I were to just concentrate and do it, I'm sure it'd fall back in. But um, it's so frustrating, you know. I'm I'm a spoiled brat. Like it was something that was just coming out of my fingers since I was a little kid, and I couldn't stop it. You know, I was drawing everywhere and everything on the shit art our garage door on the inside had grown like two car garage and both doors had all kinds of drawings on them. Um, I would, if it was flat and white, I was going to draw on it. Yeah. It was, well, it was fat and big. I was going to smack it and get grabbed by <laughs> Alan Budnick. <laughs> that's funny, man. Sorry. Well, well and you, you sorry, know, Sheila, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. That, that'd be actually funny if, if they, they were, if, if they remember that story at all, or maybe it's just you know. Oh, well, you gotta bring I know. Shit. I wonder honestly. Oh, dude. Uh, Roy Brizio was there. How many times has Roy Brizio been to your house? By the way. So Roy Brizio was there. probably not a ton. Yeah, that's funny, man. God. Yeah, no, that's uh, there's a lot. I mean, I don't know. I think as we get older, times like the, I feel like the clock and the calendar are just moving like real, yeah, real, real quick, real quick. And everything else is moving slow. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, look, we're in April. We're in uh, April right now. You know? Uh, yeah, I don't know, flying. man. Well, you need to start. Uh, you know, so for you is so with drawing. Uh, when you do when you do it for a living, it seems like it, it does it become like a chore. You know? Yeah, it's like, kind of what happened when I went to work for Andy Brizio. You know, when you sit down and you draw every day. Six day, no, no, it was four days a week. Anyway, um, it sort of took the charm out of it. And well, also, I kind of figured out that I could do it. And I, it kind of also, like, when I was a kid, I was always trying to prove that I could do something. And once you kind of start doing it professionally, it, it did suck the um, fun out of it for me. But, uh, I, you know, I keep seeing, like, ideas like, you know, and I'm thinking, well, if I just drew that, I could prove that it would look good. Um, but I haven't gotten off my butt to do it lately. Yeah. Although that was the reason Jason found, oh, here we go again. Um, Jason found these, I forget what they're, they're made by somebody else, but they look like really slick uh, uh, Americans. And uh, he bought a set from my dad and gave them to him for Christmas one year. And dad was saying, like, I don't even know if they're going to look right on the car. And I'm like, it's a 48 Chevy with, yeah, 20-inch Americans. It's sort of a no-brainer. But I drew it for him to prove that they would look good. So that was the last time. The last time I proved anything was that, that car. And then, like, for Christmas last year, I drew the car for him. Oh, that's cool. So my last two ventures in drawing. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, when you worked at Andy's, I'm sure – uh, you know, when you're, you know, so Andy's t-shirts was like the go-to shirt spot for all the, like the hot rock shows. Uh-huh. But yeah, but, everybody all, used them. but, but it was like, I'm sure your creativity was, was closed. It was boxed in, right? Because it's a certain style, a certain, certain style, look. man. Yeah. It was like a white shirt with the fucking three quarter car here and a fucking yeah. heel here. And it's like, Gotta go you know what? Levi's and- yeah. What <laughs> got me some recognition with Andy, you know, they hired me cause they liked my style. And the minute I got the job, they're trying to get me to do stuff more 
one of their other artists. I forget. Anyway, like they wanted me to draw like him, and I'm like, no, I'm too busy ripping off Tom Taylor. He loves it. Um, <laughs> but but then I had a, a funny situation. So when your dad first, or not first, but at, right after he hired Chip to work for him, yeah, I had just gotten the job at Andy's, and um, I got like he t- Chip told Andy and Sue to have me call. So I go, you know, this is pre cell phones. Well, I had but anyway. And uh, so I go to the 7-Eleven and I call him at lunch and he was saying, hey, uh, Boyd wants to hire you as my assistant. That was a foolish day because I went, oh, man, I just got this job with Andy and Sue, you know, and they paid for my move. I felt kind of bad. And that was you, Chip? It's always been a regretful day. Chip? <laughs> I should have, like, picked up dates and run to Southern California and my life would have been different and worked for your dad, you know, and, and him. But yeah, that uh, where crazy. Going with yeah, that would have been. Yeah, I mean, because um, well, a little bit of a wild ride, you know, that would have been. But right, it didn't necessarily end great. But um, those two and stuff. But uh, how are you with Chip? Are you guys still like yeah. you, you stay high when you see him? For sure, he came. We were at the Grand National Roadster Show, and his truck was parked right across from our booth, and. He came over, introduced his new girlfriend, and uh, checked out the chopped truck that we have. And um, he told us a story because uh, there's there's there was two chopped trucks. There was the truck that I have, and then there was like a, a white, uh, white and, and and red chopped truck. And the white and red one got stolen and never recovered. And it actually Chip drove it. Chip it got stolen from Chip's house. My dad let Chip wow. drive it home that night, and Chip had it parked in the driveway and came out the next morning, and it was gone. So the rumor, wow. the rumor is and, uh, you know, that it ended up in Mexico somewhere, which I don't know. I mean, I think uh, that's kind of huh. like the go-to of uh, anything gets stolen, disappears, it ends up in Mexico, but I don't know. I don't, I, no one ever recovered that thing. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to get him on the podcast. You know, tell some. Yeah, tell he's a good dude. He he uh, he worked with my brother on some uh, clay modeling stuff. Like the they he designed uh, the Gone in sixty seconds Mustang, whatever. Yeah, you know the the look of that thing. Yep. And Jason and he are the two that did the um, you know did the made the clay models for them to mold everything off of because then they produced like I think 15 of those cars or more. I don't remember. So they wrecked a bunch of them, but yeah, that's totally cool. Yeah. yeah. No, we need to, yeah, that's, we need to get them both on. We need to get your brother on too. Cause there's some, you know, it's funny. Cause there's people when we ask to get on the podcast that I know that they got good stories, but they're like, ah, I don't, what are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? And then, then, you, you know, you get them on the podcast and you can't shut them up, you know? Which is good, right? Because we get get some really yeah. Cool your dad stories. was a you know a bigger influence than people actually realize. So when she starts scratching her head a little and thinking about how many different avenues, um, like Alloway, I wouldn't know Alloway if it weren't for your dad. Like, yeah. and Alloway is still to this day a great guy, and you know for sure. I did some artwork for him one time when I was staying. I was living in Indiana briefly in the mid nineties, and uh, he contacted me and wanted me to do some artwork. So. I'm a, I'm a night guy. So I'm, I'm, I got one drawing done and I was going to call, I thought the shop and leave a message 
Well, I didn't realize that the house and the shop were attached. So I called him at like four o'clock in the morning and he answered. <laughs> He's like, I thought it was an emergency. I'm like, oh no, I was just going to tell you about the facts you're drawing. Sorry. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. this is all pre-cell phone. Remember like, you know, my dad, I got famous pictures of my dad standing there. Like he had like one of those, what do you call these things? A podium desk or something? You know, like a, like, a, like you, you stand at it. Yeah. Right, it's a metal desk and it's more like a podium. But man, anything must mm-hmm. have. What's that? Yeah, no, I'm just agreeing. Yeah, oh I yeah, yeah. So he, you know, and, and we all had corded phones, and because uh, the cordless phones at the, of the, that era really sucked bad. Um, and then you know, you'd have like a 20 foot cord on the on the phone. You know, <laughs> right. go walk into the other room. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, my dad. That was his thing. Whenever, especially with cell phone, he go. This the phone would ring and you go. We're at dinner. Oh man! And, and my dad would answer the phone. I go, Dad, we're eating. He goes, This could be the big one. This could be the big one. <laughs> hey, and you know what? I was there for a couple big ones. Okay, so I, yeah. yeah, I was there when he got the call for Discovery Channel to the the green light on the on the TV show. That's right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, you know. So that was cool, man. Well, hey, dude, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up, man. Yeah, that was a quick hour. Yeah. yeah, was that an hour? Yeah, jeez, man, time flies good. when you're having fun. Well, hey, good know, talking dude. to you guys. Yeah, no, you did. You're good. I like I like your your input, man. I like, and then uh, I'm sure you're gonna just like last time. You're gonna get off the get off the phone. You're gonna think yeah. about it. You're like, damn, I didn't I didn't tell the blah 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 story. I'm on. Well, we'll have you on next time. You tell the story. So yeah, you're gonna have to talk, talk to your brother, and then you guys both jog your memories, and then both come on the show. Yes. Yeah, you know what? Probably if I. Like just if either Jason and I were together, or we both call in at the same time, he'd probably do it. Well, yeah. well, make the trip down here, and then we could all do it in person, and we'll go have we'll go have lunch Perfect. at the Circle. Oh, that sounds good. You know, I'm getting hungry. All right, man, I'll let you guys wrap it up. All right, man. Well, thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Dustin. We'll talk to you later. All right, talk to you soon. It's at fifty-five, fifty-five. Perfect time. All right, I'll see you. All right, well, that's going to do it for us. I think, uh, Chris, it's it's lunchtime, man. (laughs) Yeah, I'm hungry, man. Let's go eat. (laughs) All right, well, thank you again, uh, always as always, to our listeners for tuning in. Uh, This has been Episode 66 of the Hot Rods by Boyd podcast from the city of Orange. Till next time. See you.